Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. You know that God still has a purpose for your life. It's amazing how God continues to bless us every single day. And, and brothers and sisters, we shouldn't take that for granted, you know, because a lot of people didn't wake up this morning. A lot of people want to be able to praise God, but they can't, you know, because maybe they're in a situation where they have an injury or something medical is going on. And so, but they're not able to praise God this morning. But yet you and I, we still can praise the Lord. So let's take advantage of that and give God thanks and give God praise for another day and just praise for what he's going to do today. I believe that God is going to do something good for you today. Lord, have mercy. Yes, indeed. I believe God is going to do some great things. And that's what I'm excited about because he always seems to surprise you with something. You know, and it's not always money and, you know, and stuff. It's, it's different things. And so who knows? Maybe for some of y'all, it could be a promotion. You know, maybe you're going to hear that, that job is coming open that you've been wanting. Um, maybe for some of you all, uh, you find the, uh, the significant other that you want. Um, you know, or the boyfriend, the girlfriend uh, that may ultimately become your spouse. But something good is going to happen to you today. So let's believe for that. And so anyway, today uh, I want to take time out as I usually do. Let's pray for Ukraine because they're in a critical stage in this uh, war, stage in this attack where um, they really need the weapons and they need the people to hold off Russia uh, because Russia is advancing from the east and they're trying to uh, they're trying to get a foothold in the Ukraine. And so the Ukrainians are trying to stop Russia. Uh, and hopefully they can stop their push and, and then push Russia right on out of Ukraine. So, Father, we lift up Ukraine right now and all the Ukrainian people. We just pray, God, that those weapons get there that they need, <clears throat> that they're significant weapons, Lord, that will be able to cause significant damage to the Russian army, to their equipment today, Lord, to push them out of uh, Ukraine. We pray today, Lord, that... The weather would be conducive to the Ukrainian army and not to Russia. We pray, God, that you would cause things not to go Russia's way and, and push them out of Ukraine. We pray for all those injured civilians and soldiers right now. We just ask that you could send the help that they need today, the doctors today. And, God, in the cases where the doctors can't get to them, I pray that you will be that doctor today like only you can. You're the one who can do this. So we pray, God, and lift the people up to you for healing. Lord, we pray for healing, for health, especially your people. We lift them up to you today that you would touch, heal, and deliver, and that you would do only what God can do. And I thank you so much for just blessing the entire Ukrainian nation. We pray for those who've lost loved ones and all those who are grieving right now. <clears throat> Lord, we lift them up to you. And we thank you for what you're doing right now, Lord. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. I want to finish talking about um, uh, what I talked about yesterday. And I wanted to testify to the goodness of the Lord because God has done so many good things. And I was just thinking about some of those testimonies that were important in the development of my life. Some of those testimonies still stick with me today. 
you know, and I've always had sort of this, uh, not really a philosophy, but I've always had this mindset that if God did it yesterday, he can do it again today. You know, he'll do it again. And I heard Karen Wheaton make a song like that. Uh, Google her sometimes. She's a really good uh, gospel artist. But anyway, her name is Current Karen Wheaton. But she made a song called He'll Do It Again. And sometimes you have to look back at what God did yesterday and what God did five years ago to have faith for what God is going to do today. You know, because he hasn't forgot about you. Brothers and sisters, he doesn't love you any more today than he loved you yesterday. And he's not going to love you any more in the future than he loves you today. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any more than what he loves you now. He loves you so much that he gave his only son. So if he if he can do it that way, then, you know, obviously uh, that's where we are with God. So you can't make him love you more. That's not going to happen because it won't be by works anyway, because God doesn't love you for all the good things you did, because the Bible says even when we were in sin, Christ died for us. So it has nothing to do with our lovely selves or how good we think we are, because we're not, because the Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags, so none of us are good enough uh, to, to come to a holy God without the blood of Jesus. It's just not going to happen. You know, so what makes us have the ability to come to God is what Jesus did on that fateful day when he gave his life and he was crucified on that cross and he became the sacrifice for us. He who knew no sin became sin that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So at that point, praise the Lord, now we're able to come to come to the Father. And now we're able to have that relationship with him and that fellowship, you know, and that's what's important. So I wanted to pick up with those testimonies because, like I said, those are near and dear to my heart. And those testimonies, I'm telling you, they're impactful. Um, and I know God is real. And, in fact, you know, I guess if I had any doubts, uh, he dispelled those doubts a long, long time ago uh, when he took my life and put it back together again. And he did it for me. He can do it also for you because God doesn't have a respect to persons. So there's nothing that you can do to make God want to get your life together for you. Uh, he wants to do that anyway because that's who he is. Uh, he wants to take something broken and turn it into something that's fixed. And that's what God does. You know, I like to say take your uh, life and put it in the potter's hands because we're like clay. And he molds us and shapes us into what he wants us to be. So, brothers and sisters, it's time for us to trust God. And to do those things uh, that we know we need to do. And I told you the other day, you know, I talked about that the day you hear his voice, that's the day that you have to come to the Lord. That's the day you want to make that decision. Because, like I said, over 30 years ago, I made that decision because I felt like that was, I don't know what it was. I just knew that it was time for me to get my life right. I knew that it was time for me to make my peace with God because uh, it was just something that I felt drawing me and pulling me and, and like I've never felt that that I can remember in my life where you know I knew that I needed to do something about this this was my fierce uh, urgency moment uh, the fierce urgency of now moment <laughs> for me it was let's do this now and so I did and I gave my life to the Lord 
And you know what? I have not been disappointed because God is faithful and he's just and he will do exactly what he said he would do. And so, anyway, I want to go back to, uh, I promised you I was going to tell you a couple more of those testimonies. So I really wanted to go back to a couple of testimonies. So this is one where it was a simple one, but um, I think it's, it's worthy to tell. And so anyway, I remember there was a day uh, I'd gotten home from work, and in Germany, things shut down early. I think by 6 o'clock, most of the stores are, are closed. We don't have convenience stores like 7-Eleven and all those stores that we have in the United States. We had a little, uh, uh, it wasn't a commissary. It was more like a PX, if, and, and I don't know, most of you all probably don't know what that is, but it's just a small uh, military store. And so that's what we had uh, in Germany. Well, anyway, the power had gone out that day, and the power never was restored, so they had to shut the store early. And the store's on the economy. We call that on the economy, but that's actually uh, the stores downtown or around the neighborhood that were German-owned. Uh, they were closed. And, and so, I mean, at that point, you didn't have any access to get anything. You had to wait until the next day until the store opened. Well, guess what? At this point, I think I had all three of my children. And so, you know, when kids uh, start catching colds in the wintertime and noses start running, you need toilet paper. Well, guess what, brothers and sisters? We had ran out of toilet paper. And we would have to wait until tomorrow. And, and if you've ever been in a household with sick kids and just with regular people that have to do regular people things, you know you need toilet paper. You need to have some toilet paper. We didn't have any toilet paper, um, and so I wasn't going on. You know, I, I really wasn't going to go to a neighbor's house and ask for a roll of toilet paper. Uh, no. Anyway, God saw our plight. <laughs> he did. And so I think that evening, I don't know what time it was, maybe 8 o'clock, there was a knock at the door. And so I opened the door, and it was Minister Gooden. I told you about him because I got saved uh, that night he was preaching. Um, anyway, he was at my door and he basically said to me, brother, brother cousins, you know, I was cleaning up in my house and, um, and I felt like I needed to give these things to you. The Lord laid you on my heart. So Minister Gooden had this big bag and I kid you not. On top of this bag, you know, everything was packed. It was a paper bag. It was packed to the hilt. But on top of it was a roll of my favorite toilet paper, Charmin. Now, I, you know, he had no idea I needed a roll of toilet paper. But you know what? God said he would give you the desires of your heart. And at that, I'm telling you, the desires of my heart was to have a roll of toilet paper because I needed some toilet paper in the house and God just knew what I needed and he provided a roll of toilet paper Minister Gooden coming to my house at 8 o'clock in Gießen, Germany uh, yeah that was not a coincidence God doesn't deal in coincidences and happenstances he said what he said I will give you the desires of your heart and he did he gave me that roll of toilet paper and that was just an amazing thing to me um, you know, to know that God 
is concerned if I don't have toilet paper. Can you imagine that? God was concerned because I didn't have a roll of toilet paper. And I was so grateful and thankful. My wife and I, I think we were praising the Lord. And and uh, and just God was so good over a simple roll of toilet paper. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, when God does personal miracles like that, I'm telling you, it does something to you. Um, it affects you in a way that sometimes even the big miracles don't affect you. You know, I needed some toilet paper <laughs> and God was right there to give me a roll. And, you know, I didn't pray. I don't believe I don't remember praying to God to send me toilet paper. Um, and so he just did. And I was so grateful and thankful. So I'll tell you another time. And uh, this testimony, this was more from my wife, but still I was involved because I had to do a lot of the legwork. <laughs> so anyway, we, our church, um, sponsored a, uh, it was more like a sort of a sweetheart's ball kind of thing for the married couples in the church. And that's the time for us to get out and enjoy our spouses and, you know, to treat them like ladies and to really deny them and that kind of thing. And so our church did a really good job of that. And so we would dress up and look really, really nice and kind of commit to each other again. And just, it was such a wonderful night. So we were preparing for that. And I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it escapes me right now. But it was a wonderful, uh, wonderful event. And so anyway, my wife and I, we were preparing for that event. And she needed, uh, she needed a pair of shoes. And they were an odd color color um, shoe I think it was a um, sort of a, a light blue teal I don't even know it was light blue I think it was a light teal color it was a very odd color and I would tell you that probably in the United States we would have had a hard time finding that shoe um, but she needed that color and you know when 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 women get uh, to where they need a, a shoe or something and they have to have it brothers back me up on this you know you got to get it done you got to find that shoe you got to do what you have to do to make that work so anyway i um i i took her and we had our car so that thank god for that so we went downtown and and we we looked around we went to different stores back then there was a store called cna and we looked around down there. Now, I'm going to tell you, Germany back in the 80s had this concept that Walmart does right now, like super Walmart kind of concept. Well, that was going on in the 80s in Germany before the United States really got into that, before Walmart came along. They had that in Germany because I remember uh, us seeing stores like that that had, you know, the food and the uh the clothing and everything in it. It was amazing. So they had that concept. And I think Sam Walton, uh, I, the, the owner of uh, Walmart and Sam's Club and all that, I think they took that ideal from them. But anyway, that was a sidebar. Sorry about that. But anyway, uh, we're looking for these shoes. And I'm telling you, we had no luck. And we had been looking for a long time, um, a good little while. And we went to certain stores and couldn't find the shoes and uh 
she was becoming disappointed and um and we kept looking and i think we were down to this last store and she had looked she had been in there and looked around so as we're in there she looked and she finds some shoes that are not on the shelf didn't know you know where they what they belonged they were kind of odd they were off by themselves away from the whole shoe rack she missed them because they went on the shoe rack and she saw them they were between i guess the shoe rack and somewhere else in that store but uh they were hidden like most people wouldn't have seen those shoes and so anyway uh she gets them and you're not gonna believe this what are the chances of finding a pair of shoes that are the oddest color and at the same time they're your size now keep in mind you know those shoes could have been for little children those shoes could have been for anybody but when i tell you my wife tried those shoes on and it was like the movie cinderella where the prince took the slipper and put it on cinderella's foot when she put her <laughs> when she put her foot in those shoes they fit so good it it just it was scary but not only that those shoes were the exact color that she needed it was amazing like it was almost like somebody delivered those shoes and put them there for her to find i never seen anything like that it was absolutely amazing like out of nowhere those shoes materialized brothers and sisters i'm not kidding you it was the craziest thing and you know as well as i do that that had to be god and it did something to us because you can't find that color it was just weird it was just so strange it's almost like those shoes were made in heaven and delivered to the earth i kid you not but those things fit her so good. They felt good on her feet. They were the right size, the right heel. Everything was perfect. And it had to be God. And so that's just a couple of testimonies. And I got many, many more. Um, but time won't allow me to even share any of those. But I guess the biggest part of this message is I just wanted you to know, um, you know, that God is still good. And we're, we have a relationship with him. He's our father. And that finished work of Jesus Christ certainly applies in our lives right now. Um, and that's where what we're benefiting from, the fact that Jesus went to the cross. And now, you know, uh, I have these testimonies because of Jesus. Amazing. And that was over 30-something years ago. So I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, I am so excited about that. But listen. For those of you who um, who've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your time. This is your time. It's actually time for you to make a decision for Christ. You know, you can hear all these good things and all the good things about the Lord. But unless you accept Christ, it's not it's not going to work for you. Um, you can succeed in life and things like that. But what what does it profit a man or a woman if he gains the whole world and he loses his own soul think about that so it doesn't matter how much money you get it doesn't matter your status none of that matters if you've never accepted christ 
So here's an opportunity for you um, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And it's up to you. But if you want to pray this prayer with me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. I believe that you died for my sins and I believe that God raised you from the dead. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I accept you right now as Lord and Savior in Jesus name. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. You know, at this point, get getting a good Bible believing church and it's time for you to get you a Bible and learn about this Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, God bless you. I want you to have a wonderful day and uh, just know that God is good and he still has a purpose for your life. This is Brother Leonard. Have a marvelous day. God bless you.